Sound in sight. Seeking to identify, implement, and improve future training and employment opportunities for the blind and visually impaired. We are seeing the future for you. Sound and sight. Welcome to each and everyone listening as we come to you today. We're going to have fun doing this, but it's a serious note for what we'll be talking about. Uh, I'd like to introduce my co-host here beside me today, Trinette. Yes, hi, Grumpy. How are you today? I am feeling great and looking forward to what we're about to discuss. Yes. Today we're going to introduce ourselves and our stories and, and why we're doing this. Um, I can start off with my story. Um, I was born prematurely and I sustained um, a visual impairment, uh, which means that I had some eyesight when I was born, but I never could see out of my left eye. So I weighed about two pounds and um, my mama carried me around on the pillow because I was still tiny. But um, growing up, I had a brother, I have a brother and a sister, and we were just normal kids. Um, they rode bikes with me, we roller skated, we played games. Um, my dad made up a really good game of blind man's bluff, so <laughs> we were all on an equal footing. <laughs> That was a fun game. And we had a great time growing up together. Um, the only struggles I, I really had was in school when I started school because I was um, set aside a lot of times because I was just one of uh, a few kids that had visual impairments. And so they didn't know how to teach me at that time. And they didn't teach me Braille because I had some vision. So I read large print, which meant I carried large books. Um, I have the arms to prove it now. Uh, but um, but um, when I moved to California as a child growing up, it was the best thing to happen to me. I, I, was, born in, I was born in Chicago, Illinois. And when we moved to California, I became aware of lots of things that I was able to have in, in the classroom, not only large print, but I had um, what they call um, CCTVs where they enlarge the page and I could do my homework on it. I had one in each classroom and I had a special teacher that would come and help me um, once a day to my school um, in order to see if I had any difficulties. So I think I had it, I had it pretty much made. Um, I got good grades, I graduated high school, I went on to college, uh, I majored in human services, and then the workforce came and that was a, no pun intended, that was an eye opener. <laughs> um, not very many employers wanted to hire somebody who was blind. And so I struggled until I got hired by an independent living center. And I started helping people, other people with different disabilities, not only blindness, but physical and mental illnesses. So 
Um, and, you know, and I, I went on with my life. I basically held other jobs. Um, and now I'm here. It's um, sound in sight. And we're doing this because we care. We Absolutely. care. Um, Grumpy, let's hear about you. Well, I, I want to first of all expound on something you've said that interests me is because of the era and the location of when you were growing up and, and the visual fading, if you will, uh, in your eyesight. Uh, all of these things are subjects that we will relate and be talking about later, but first as we bounce off of our own uh, uh, biographies as such, we are establishing a program where others can develop their own biographies and share with us from what we've said to them as you're listening. So as I talk to my about my own uh, and share with you, I'm excited about this because Sound Insight is being developed for this very purpose with the, the podcast. And uh, my age, I mean, I'm 73 years old. Uh, I, I grew up right here in this area from where we're broadcasting from, uh, graduating high school in 67, went off in the Army when I was drafted, um, and have, have raised my kids, my family, uh, and, and the end of November, well, November the 5th, we'll be married 50 years uh, with three kids and all the grandkids and great-grandkids, too numerous to number, I guess. But we've been blessed in that. No one has visual impairment that, that we can really relate. So I've not had the experience of dealing with anybody other than when we started this program and this school and things. So I'm excited about where this can go and what this can do uh, for others because I'm coming from it at an old age. I'm coming from it. Uh, with, with my sight and not related to anybody uh, that has uh, the problems. But I see here, it, it can be a problem or it can be an asset, whether it's blindness, hearing loss, whatever it may be. And so as we develop sound and sight, that's what we're working toward is the, the positives and the ability that you have or can have, uh, the optimism that you can uh, have. Uh, and we're here for you in that respect. You may want to talk. You may want to bounce off something we've said or say it. And so all in all, this, this whole thing, being here it is September the 1st, and this is our first broadcast, and, and we're dealing with the biographies of two from two different directions completely. Uh, and yet we've not covered the ground of who all's out there uh, facing some of the similar but a lot of the different uh, situations that we'll, we'll be talking about. Don't you agree? I agree, and, and I have, um, I, I wanted you to share the story you told me about a couple weeks ago when you almost, almost had your eye put out. That was an amazing event, turn of events actually, that happened uh, working in the school and, and with you guys and others that uh, uh, with these problems or, or these disabilities perhaps. Um, I had the uh, I have had the occasion for several weeks of transporting a young lady. My wife and I pick her up and take her back home every day after school. And her father was doing construction work in the house and had a load of lumber that he had gone to the mill and bought. And it was a rough cut uh, cypress lumber, which is a very heavy and hard wood and uh, sticking out of the back of the truck. So I'm talking to him as I let her in the door and I turn around to leave. And looking down, I walked right dead center between the eyes um, into a two before, 
actually two by four <laughs> with rough edges right between my eyes. And, and needless to say, it got my attention because I thought some little something like that is going to reflect on somebody that it took a minor incident, but it caused blindness temporarily, permanent, uh, visual impaired, whatever may be the case. And I've had a couple of occasions since then that have happened as well. Uh, and of all things, I go to open a can of dog food for my dog, and it's been, I guess, too hot. So when I release the cap, uh, pull the ring back, it blows up in my face, and the ring comes right by my right eye and just scratches the edge of my brow. Uh, and so twice within three days, I've had an experience that almost or could have blinded me just that quick. Then the third one, I go to uh, spray the backyard and I hook up the hose to the uh, grass weed killer, uh, run the hose to it and then, you know, use it to spray. And uh, disconnecting it, it sprayed me in the eye. And I thought three times now I could have been afflicted or affected by that very uh, situation there. And so somebody may be listening uh, while we're talking and you may want to reflect back on this, but somebody may have had that same sim or a similar experience, but yet it led to them losing. And some of our own that we're working with are just now going into and through after years and years of life with being able to see. And the two of you have at one time been well, able to yeah, see. Yes, I, as a child, I had more vision. Um, growing up, I, I do remember the color of grass and, and some colors of, of, you know, like pretty colors like yellow and pink and red, um, green and blue. And so I have those memories in my mind um, because I could see out of one of my eyes um, during childhood. But as I grew up, I started losing more of my vision. And I know that there's a lot of, a lot of individuals who have, <clears throat> have had this experience because I have what they call um, RP, retinitis pigmentosa. And there's a lot of uh, people who have experienced slowly going blind with, you know, either macular degeneration, glaucoma, different things have happened to people, accidents um, where you don't completely lose all of your vision at once. And so I had the opportunity, I call it opportunity, because I do remember those things. If somebody says, mm -hmm. oh, that, that shirt is blue or that shirt is orange, I have those pictures in my mind um, to where there are others who've never seen colors. And right. so we're, we're gonna tackle some of those things and, right. and, and talk about some products that, that we can use later on. I mean, these are some of the topics we're gonna cover like different hacks and different things that we're going to do. Um, mm -hmm. We're going to talk about, you know, how we work with our medicines, how we label our clothes, how we cook in the kitchen, um, how we laundry, how, how we do lots of different things, like different hobbies. I mean, there's so many different hobbies out there that, you know, just because you're blind doesn't mean you can't do them. Exactly right. Um, 
so these are different areas that we're going to cover and and i'm so looking forward to this now two things let me quickly reflect on one of them is that it's not only the visually impaired that we will be talking about and with because it may be your hearing or something else that's fading or you're lacking in something some area of your senses so we will be talking how to enhance the others to to better assist like you're talking about with your memory you can remember so your memory has enhanced even though you're losing the visual of the, of the actual colors themselves. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And the other thing I want to reflect on is that our uh, silent partner over here, so to speak, is not saying anything. Diamond, you got anything to, to say in that you are recording this for us and we're setting this podcast into motion. Um, what about your own experience? Um, in my experience, so kind of similar to Trinette, I was born with some ability to see, um, limited as it was, but I still remember colors, um, shapes, and things of that nature. Uh, I guess, yeah, as you can say, it was an opportunity to experience life in a way that most people who were born, uh, born blind that didn't really get to have. What about tools and, and, and opportunities and uh, programs and things? Uh, how have they helped either one of you or both of you? Uh, do you want to take this one first, Trinette? Well, we have screen readers. Um, iPhones are awesome. Um, we have um, talking microwaves now. We have a lot of things that talk. Um, but we also have things that, that are in that we can use Braille with, which is something that is uh, a passion of mine, um, is, is learning to use the Braille, labeling things in your house with Braille. Mm -hmm. um, and we have all, a lot of like things to, like there's note takers, and, and note takers is a whole big technology wonder and awesomeness um, that blind people get to use. Um, my friends call me the 007 of the blind world because <laughs> I, I love technology. I, I love oh, yeah. gadgets and anything that I could use that they, they can that Those can have talk. helped you. Yes. But how can they help others? Well, well oh. see, ahead. that's what we're talking about. That's okay. what we're developing. So... Let's kind of do this then, since we're kind of introducing everything, whatever. And so I myself am blind along with Jeanette. And so with recording this podcast, I am using a software, recording software called Audacity, which is free. Uh, most media experience folks, especially modern media, will kind of know about this. But one thing people don't know is that using the screen reader JAWS, which, I mean, again, it's a screen reader that reads what's on the screen, and if there's alt text on images, it'll read that. And for those who don't know, alt text is essentially a description of the picture that the individual who posted it puts in themselves. Yes. Um, they can be as simple as boy running over bridge to something as descriptive as Three quarters cut apple sitting over low steam or something to that effect. Um, 
And so with Audacity, it is very accessible with JAWS. And so I'm able to record, do some basic editing features, and adjust some, um, it's the most essential like volume levels in terms of like recording. Um, so that's just kind of one of the ways the screen reader helps. Can I specify what JAWS is for those who don't know? Thanks, yeah, go ahead. It is a screen reader for the blind and the acronym to what they call Jobs Access with Speech. Mm -hmm. And huh. it, it, it has been developed over years and years and it has helped a lot of blind people obtain information on the on the web. You can go online and you can use JAWS to do research, to write papers, to access information that you may not have uh, access to without it. I mean, I would also like to plug in there too that JAWS isn't the only one. Um, no. It's the most expensive one. And widely used. Of course. Um, but for people who may not have that budget for it or have access to financial resources, a couple of other options are NVDA, which is free. Yes. Um, that's N as in Nancy, V as in Victor, D, Delta, A, Alpha. Um, and then there's Narrator, which that one comes with all Windows computers. Yes, it does. Um, and then if you're talking more mobile tech, there's like VoiceOver and TalkBack, but... That's, you know, it's on episode. We'll definitely specify that at some point. Yes. What about the fact that there are those out there that don't have access to this or they're at a stage where it, it, teaching the old dog new tricks, so to speak, as we talked about, um, they're, they're, they're not aware of it and they don't even have the, I mean, podcast is new to me because at my age and at, at uh, my raising, if you will, uh, there's a lot of things that are, I'm learning technology-wise as well as what I'm learning about our programs here. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and so if somebody would be listening and know somebody else that might not have access to our availability of, of these technologies as well as the, the podcast itself and could share it, then we could expand on what we're doing as we open the door of the history of Braille or we deal with the different programs or we come up with technologies because of somebody else's helping. There's always new designs to enhance what's already been created. But somebody out there can come up with something never created because of the need of the hour. Invented, invented out of necessity. I mean, that's kind of what we're doing is like, as we get to different topics like Braille or yes. assistive technology and, and breaking that down into its specific entities of like mobile technology such as phones and tablets and laptops to computers like desktops to kitchen aids, et cetera. Like access, accessible technology goes very far. Um, and it has come very far. Oh, yes, it has. That's what we want to be discussing is how far right. has it come I mean, and where can we, it go. I mean, and, any, anybody who was older, I mean a lot older, you know how to use a slate and stylus. Okay. Um, to me, that was difficult because everything had to be backwards and you had to turn it over to be to read it 
forward. Well, that was the hardest was part the of hardest the Slayton part. stop. Because, yes. like, when I went through training, that's how they started us. Yes. Um, that's how everybody starts. Yes. And then you eventually get into a bro writer, a bro writer which is like a little typewriter. Yes. And then the if Perkins. you. Well, that's um, one of the more popular brands of it. Yes. Um, it but then after that, you get into like other things like bro label makers, yes. um, bro printers, and like we said, like note takers and bro displays and things like that. And, so, and, and because of availability, you've been able to advance and actually bypass some of these that somebody else might have to crawl with through each stage. Is that not right? Availability of... Like you, you're in this program and they come mm-hmm. up with something new, you're advanced enough to jump over here into that and learn it where somebody else is coming through that may be a little slower or a little older, whatever may be the case. Mm-hmm. It, they're going to have to crawl through every, every phase, but it's available. Of course, yeah. yeah I it, mean, it's available, and, and we want the them fact to know that, the fact that we've had access to it. This is our. We feel this is our job and privilege to exactly. enlighten and give people the knowledge to go forward. Mm-hmm. So they're not sitting home, not being able to read a book, right. or they're not sitting home and and just listening to. The radio or the TV, which they can't access visually anymore. Um, TV has even come a long way with <laughs> with uh, interactive um, and and um, accessible accessible yeah. speech. I mean, um, I've just learned that cable companies are starting to add audio descriptions to yes, certain channels exactly. and certain programs. Yes. Um, so that's definitely kind of a Exactly. Like, just, I guess, what, tip of the iceberg? Yeah. Look into how far technology has come. See, you just learned that, but you just exposed that to the listeners as well. Yeah. Of yeah. somebody that may not know that, that yeah. it's been developed. The, the speech um, that they have added to some TV was introduced in the movie theater. I mean, the yeah. theater did it first where they had the headphones at first only for those who were hard of hearing. And then they got the ones that started to describe the movie. And there's a whole um, script of what happens in this movie that is not voiced. And so the blind person can really enjoy a funny scene in a movie if there's no talking. Yeah. And that's amazing to me because... Me too. And and <laughs> so I always get those headphones when I go to the movies, and now we have it on the TV. Yeah. And that's, those are my favorite shows, the ones that have that speech with it. Mm-hmm. And not to mention streaming services. Mm-hmm. Like, there are TV applications that you can download to your smart TVs. I think, I guess at some point this year, just recently updated their formats to where now you can get the auto descriptions yes. through those. Through those, exactly. I was like, and, that's and amazing. Let's not it ignore all the, the book access we have now, too. I mean, we have Audible, we have e-readers, we have Kindle book, you know, all I mean, these things that can bring books to life yeah. to, to blind people. Whereas when I was a kid, I, 
I read large print, but I had to struggle through some of it. And I, and I didn't know Braille. So now that I know Braille, I can get a Braille book or an audio book. And I tell you, since the beginning of this year, I've read over probably 100 books already. <laughs> well, you've probably read leisure books where I've been in the kitchen reading cookbooks. <laughs> and I love and developing things too. from that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, recipes and things that you've been doing because that's from your heart. That's what, uh, oh, yeah. what I mean, you want to do. There's that, but then there's also like the business aspect for me. Mm-hmm. Um, those recipes come in handy to develop my set of recipes, which, I mean, in the kitchen, just to kind of, I guess, briefly touch on some of the technologies, we'll hit more in depth later, but like, kind of like Trinette was saying, there are a bunch of talking gadgets, but there's also tactile and braille things, and so I have braille measuring cups and spoons. I do too. Um... On my so, mic- so the surface actually has the bumps on there, and you can read the braille the, by yes. the bumps the, and the, the handle does. Yeah, the handle, handle has, has mm-hmm. the braille on it, and 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 Diamond actually has something that I really <laughs> I covet. I it's that talking measuring cup. cup. Yeah, and so it's a measuring cup that talks, but it doesn't measure liquids. It's more so for the weight of like solids, mm-hmm. um, and it's come really become really handy because in the fall, I sell like roasted pecans and things like that by the pound. Um, and so it's definitely helped me measure stuff out that way. Right. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about a couple of things here before our time runs out today for our first broadcast. Um, the, the similarities that Trinette and I have, um, writing from the heart, uh, being able to, to put our mind and our thoughts and, and the directive down for somebody else. And I have this little saying that says, I'm not afraid to write. I'm just afraid nobody will read it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Don't we all have that struggle? But, we but, do. But, but that's, that's one of those things that, that we can do with what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. A person listening may say, well, I, I have no usefulness or I don't have any talent or I'm just in my bubble or nobody cares or I'm going to stay at home. I'm closed off, and, 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 and we want to bring you out of that. We want to help you develop who you are. Um, it, you, here's a story that I'll quickly tell. A little lady and a group of women was having uh, discussions, and they, one thing went to another, and the gossip started, and this and that. And uh, everybody was complaining about the old drunk in town. And so when everybody had their chance to say their, their piece about the drunk, and come around to their saint, sister, whoever she may have been of the group, but she said, uh, and they expected something negative out of her, and she said, he can whistle pretty. She found a talent or a gift or something positive to say about a person, and so he may have been able to do nothing but whistle, but that whistling, uh, like I used to work in work in a, in a uh, publishing house, and when I'd walk in, I'd be whistling. Seven in the morning, they say, would you hush? It's too early in the morning. You're going to run our day. It's all in the optimism. It's all in the attitude. It's all in the availability of what we're doing to help you help others. And that's that's our podcast. Yes, it's the positive ways that we can affect and motivate and help each other. Yeah, and another thing I wanted to say is like, 
I'm sure we all know this, but a lot of people aren't aware, but there's like this negative stigma put on blindness, going blind, being yeah. blind, et cetera. Yes. And really that comes from like a lack of understanding. Yes. Um, they, fear of getting involved. Well, I've well lack heard, of understanding. Lack of understanding. When somebody tells, you know, sees me, the first thing they say, oh, I think I would just fall apart and die if I was, if I was blind. Oh yeah, I've heard and, very similar comments. And I've told people, I'm like, you know what? No, you wouldn't. You might first. But eventually, you pick yourself up, you do what you need to do, and you go on with your life. Right. Reflect on what yeah. we're saying and, and interact with us. We'd be glad to hear uh, where you are. Yeah. I mean, being blind is not, it's really not that bad. It's not the end of the world. No. It, it, it actually is the beginning of a, a different world. Mm-hmm. And Redirection. Uh, and I. I like to say we we get all the best toys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean, well, availability now compared yes. to years mm-hmm. ago when it wasn't. Right. I mean, if you look in decade by decade, like what's what was available to both like people who can see versus people who were blind, a lot of the blind toys is what I call them. Yeah. I mean, still were pretty cool compared to the people like the sighted toys. Yeah, I so. mean, yes, they have automobiles. Yeah. We have, we have the beautiful canes that, and and now the canes have come a long way. I mean, I've heard you some got the vibrating canes. Yeah, I've heard some interesting developments with canes. Yes, yeah. we'll go I've got some ideas those. myself with that, but uh, I've got to see what's available already. Yeah, <laughs> before I go to digging any deeper. And, and <laughs> I mean, direction. my thing is, if somebody can come up with a braille printer that specifically prints. Labels to put on my microwave. Yeah. I'll invest in that. I'll beat, look, I'll even take the prototype. <laughs> See, there we are. We're, we're developing right now. We're expanding from, from the first broadcast. We're, we're opening the doors for you to get involved. We're, we're listening for you to be listening to us. Yes. Uh, and, and hope you see what we see. Well, and, and... Do you see what I see? Uh, we're not paying for <laughs> we, um, the in or out of our program. We, um, we want you to get to know us better. We have a good time together. Oh, yeah. So yeah. We, we welcome you to continue to listen to our broadcast. That's right. Of course. And, um, you are invited. And we want to we hear from you and get to know you better as well. So please, you know. Interact with us. We're looking for React to, to us. We're waiting for you. What would we want to talk about next time before we run out of time this time? Um, I, I think we should um, hit on um, some of the resources that might be out there for somebody who's just gone blind. And I think that, yeah. that would be probably the perfect way to, to continue the conversation. And I- and right. I would probably like to, I guess, specify that a little bit and say just national resources here within the U.S. that could be available nationwide. Yes. Because uh, um, we recognize that what's available to us in our state might not be available in other states. Exactly so. right. We may have techniques and things that mm-hmm. they don't. Uh, and and I mean, same with other countries. So, yes. you know, try to, right. whatever we provide or talk about, you know, try to find that in your country or the equivalent of thereof. 
if, if it we, exists. We'll try to get some good resources. You know, we're going to do our homework before we present. Of course. Plus, we're going to interact with anybody that would respond and interact with us as to the need uh, or, or to their desires or whatever that would open the door for us to expand upon. Mm hmm. Yes. So, tune in for the next time. That's what we say. <laughs> Appreciate you joining Sound Insight. Would that you tune in with us, join with us, and interact with us? Until next time. Until Grumpy. And uh, this is Trinette. Until Hear next time. Later. Until next time. This is Diamond. I guess I'll smell you later. Thank you for listening to today's show. I really hope you enjoyed the program. Please come back next time as we continue to talk about everything accessibility. If you would like to interact with us, leave comments, or ask questions, you can sign into your Anchor account and send us a voice message, or you can comment on our posts on our blog. The link can be found in the description below. Please share us through our many platforms that we can be found on with your friends, family, and other people you think may benefit from this podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you.